Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And guys, I hate this episode. I don't like it. It's very Uh, upsetting to me. We're gonna talk about it. We'll we'll, let's let's get into it when we get when we get to it. Okay, I'm just surprised you're so strong. Yeah, nothing nothing jumped out as particularly egregious to me. Like I will. didn't feel like a great episode, but there was cool parts in it. So. so here's the thing. There is a thing that happens this episode, and I will talk about it when we get to it, that is something that popped up a lot in kids' horror stuff when I was little, and it always scared the shit out of me and made oh. me, and like gave me nightmares. So we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay, then. But I'm yeah. Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hi, I'm here. Uh... I guess because sometimes we talk about what we've been up to. I've been playing the shit out of Fall Guys, y'all. It's really good. It's really, <laughs> really good. I've been playing it a lot, too. I have uh, I have the Toucan hat, which is very good, nice. and I enjoy it. Uh, I've only won once. I gotta get better. I gotta get Michael good. bought me the game, and I played a little bit today. It was fun, yeah. It's very cute. It's very cute. I love the that. Jelly Bean Men. They are my favorite. <laughs> I, uh, I love the 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 the, the proposed um, proposed Chinese name of the game. Could you say it again, Michael? Like, oh, uh, it? Uh, Jelly Bean Man Ultimate Knockout. Very That's good the name. Best name. <laughs> it's way better than Fall Guys. <laughs> uh, and we've got Emily. Borf. Borf. <laughs> Welcome. Are <laughs> No. Are we going to talk about things that I did this week? Or are we just, yeah, sure. Are we gonna, Give me, what have you been up I to? I mean, I and my brother visited, and we watched, like, three Marvel movies, because he's super into them, and that was a lot of movie, because those movies are long. There, none, <laughs> none of them are... We watched, none of, yeah. we watched Infinity War, Endgame, and Far From Home. That's so and Far From hours. Home was the only one that I was like, this is really good, Endgame was okay, Infinity War was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, I've I have heard basically that same thing that that uh, Endgame was a lot better, but I tapped out at Infinity War, so I don't know. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and we've got uh, Simon on. Hi. So I'm back uh, after months away from this podcast. I I don't know if that got picked up on the on my mic, but uh, that's the reason why I haven't been on much. Is uh, babies? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so what have Very you been great. up to? Well, I just came back from camping for like five nights uh, in yeah. the wilderness. That was pretty fun with the family. Uh, so I haven't like you guys talking about Fall Guys. I think that might have come out while I was out there. So I completely missed that one. No idea what that game is. Yeah, like six it, days ago as of this recording. So it definitely yeah. was something I had not heard about at all. And then like everybody I follow on Twitter was talking about it. All of a sudden, yep. it's. If you haven't uh, heard about it, it's it's cute. It's basically like, um, uh, you know, it's like basically wipe like out. if Gang Beasts was Takeshi's Castle. Yeah. Okay. People don't know what Takeshi's oh. Castle is. <laughs> uh, it's well, that, so it's that big weird Japanese obstacle course game. Show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any of that those, sounds like, funny. Wipe out or or uh, or. Um, um, if, although, considering you listen to a Challenge. Power Rangers podcast, yeah, I was going to say, if you like Japanese shows filtered through American redubs, <laughs> most extreme elim- uh, el- elimination challenges probably yeah, how, how those, you know of it. Yeah. And then basically, Simon, it is sort of styled after a battle royale, so the okay. first round is... In fairness, that, that game show format is kind of inherently already a battle royale. I feel That's like true. I feel like the rise of the battle royale genre gave game design a context with which to view the fucking obstacle course game show format right yeah so, i mean it's it's all cyclical because battle royale was kind of what if a game show but murder so that's yeah it all comes back on on itself in the end the thing is it's it's success caught everybody off guard like even the dev team were not expecting it so the servers exploded day one of course <laughs> like they were on fire happens. for a good while there uh, yeah, so so basically, you start with sixty people, and then each round eliminates some people, and whoever wins or whoever's left at the end wins. And it's a bunch of it's like obstacle course mini games. There's some other like uh, more Mario Party mini game type. Yeah, I've also heard it described to me as like Mario Party without the game show part. It's just mini games. Yeah, and it's it's eliminated. cute. And the like I said, the the me, the little characters look like little jelly bean men, and they're very adorable. The the, <laughs> the art style cutely. is real cute and colorful, and the it's sound very effects fun. and the music yeah. is really cute. Like it's very pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, is, it is a game that absolutely would not work if the art design and sound design didn't make it yes, as like it, cute as possible. It's also like, if like, it wasn't if it wasn't funny when your person fell down and fell down a hole, like yeah. it would not work. You need that. It, it it also like I needed that kind of game right now because I've just played through like three long JRPGs. And, oh yeah, uh, and it takes like twenty minutes to play a whole round of that. Basically, nice. so it's like yeah. yeah, like if you if you make it to the final round, it's like twenty minutes. Odds are it's going to be shorter. Yeah, Fall Guys is fun. I like it. They I like the noises they make. They make weird grunting noises. I guess <laughs> they like they'll go like. Pah! Yeah. Also, uh, I I I play a lot of video games, and um, Adrian often just ver- just tolerates me playing them. And mm-hmm. when I play one that she really enjoys watching, it's a special treat because she just really likes the doofy little men. So it works. <laughs> okay, so that's Fall Guys Corner. This is a Power Rangers podcast, though. 
I don't know if you remember. <laughs> what if there was Pioneer's costumes for Fall Guys? That'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Fall Guy Rangers. That's they're... that's another thing that got brought to my attention with Fall Guys is apparently every brand is trying to like be like, hey, put some of our stuff in your game. Yeah, of course. That you're playing. Because well, everyone's playing. Out. So as I, wow, <laughs> if, if if it reached that level. <laughs> It sounds like I really missed a big deal in well, the video game industry. It's a, it's like I said. It's it's just I hadn't heard of it at all. It's um, what's the company? Uh, it's the one that uh, Devolver. Does, Devolver. Oh, put that, it out. yeah. So yeah, like it's yeah. They're I, not I, indie indie company. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, Devolver, Devolver is like the last holdout of the like. Double A game, I guess yeah, is the of. way to describe they're not it. The last one, but they're one of the last. Like Spider is another one that's like really double A, kind of like mid tier game. There's a few yeah. other ones. Yeah, Can like, the, really like they're, quickly... they're not a triple A company. They're not a mega corporation, but they're not mm-hmm. a fucking like group of dudes in their basement either. They're kind of in the middle. Okay, we're going to move to Power Rangers in a second. But since we're here and we talked about sponsorship in video games, I just read something about how the new Avengers game that I know some I know some people who are excited for but largely people mm-hmm. seem to be dreading yep. um the new Avengers game apparently will have special unlocks uh depending on your mobile provider you can get different <laughs> costumes oh my god yeah, like special costumes for, I think it's for Verizon they, they no. can't fucking stop I don't know what the marketing <laughs> team is behind this game is thinking putting all it's, that stuff out there instead of convincing people that it's a fun game it's, it's Square Enix like this is how Square Enix does listen listen folks I love Final Fantasy 14 it's basically mm-hmm. my life it's been my life for a little over two years now, I'd say. Probably closer to two and a half at this point. Uh, it's my main thing I do with my free time. Square Enix fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's just... I, I Here's a, here's a, my broken brain. When I read that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be honest. If I can just have the Verizon check mark on Captain America, like, I'm kind of down. But it's not even that. They're just like they're just they're basically just normal special colors. Yeah, yeah. That that you would they get the Verizon red. Of course, basically. So I, I think stupid. even Verizon who, would be aware that like having that? fucking Captain Verizon would be a cyberpunk parody <laughs> of whatever <laughs> yeah. their shit is at this just, point. So yeah, that's that's the thing is Captain America with the fucking stars and stripes replaced with a corporate logo is that, just would just be the most on the nose that, shit. That's just the boys this, at this point. This so. is just like wasn't that a thing? And like there was an anime called Tiger and Bunny, which was about yeah, Tiger and Bunny that does it. Really uh, commercialized, also, where they they had like logos on their suits. Yeah, because they're, they're like mechs, and, and it's like NASCAR. They they also did that in uh in fucking Mystery Men. The main superhero mm-hmm. has uh Captain Amazing has like patches of different companies all over his. But like his it's outfit. like those are like parodies, and this is like yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, there was a joke in one of the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four movies, if I remember right. That, With, like, yeah, from Johnny wanted to do that and Johnny yeah. Storm. Johnny Storm. Johnny yeah, sorry. Is Ghost Rider. Uh, you're Thank right. You I'm sorry. Johnny Storm is is the, the Burning Man. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. I, I know comics. I know superheroes. Uh, yeah. But uh, so I just um, thought that was very funny. The, now, yeah, the only shitty thing I heard about that game was that Spider-Man's only in the PS4 version, which is also fucking that bullshit. which seems like <laughs> like you said, Mike, or, or sorry, Simon. Like <laughs> they sure are talking a lot about the different pre-orders you can get, and not yeah. like. 
if the game is good or fun. <laughs> so, they, they, fucking, they revealed that game at E3 last year with like people on stage showing no gameplay and talking about the monetization in this game. It's what the fuck are you doing? Convince <laughs> people to play this game before you start upselling them. Yeah, it, it's a weird call for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so with our game corner out of the way, let us move on to, uh, uh, an actor spotlight because I have been way behind on those. Actor spotlight. So, uh, today we're going to do, uh, the actor who plays Carlos, the green turbo ranger, uh, He's played by Roger Valesco, um, who was born in California and uh, in 1977. Uh, his his biography on IMDb is much uh, more in depth than most people's IMDb biography. Uh, but basically, he when he came up, he did cross country and martial arts. So he's a very athletic kid. Uh, it actually doesn't mention soccer. I wonder if he played soccer because it's a very big part of his character, but maybe not. Who knows? Um, and then uh, after high school, he started doing modeling. And then uh, at 19, he got hired to be Carlos in Power Rangers Turbo. Um, and he, unfortunately, one of the reasons uh, I I was bad about doing the actor spotlights, and I know our fans were like, what the hell, you just stopped doing them. Uh, is that unfortunately a lot of the Turbo Rangers especially have very few credits after uh, uh, after Turbo. Well, and in space because a lot of them move over everybody except Justin. But um, so uh, 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 Roger Valesco uh, was in Power Rangers uh, Turbo, Power Rangers in space. He is in the Lost Galaxy crossover, and then he has a couple one-off appearances in the uh, 1999 uh, sitcom The Parkers, and then, like, nothing, and then he was in one episode as an extra in Six Feet Under in 2001, and that's pretty much it. Um, So he unfortunately did not have much of a career after this. I I think he's fine in this. I assume he probably gets better... Uh, in, um, in in space because I remember the rest of the cast does get a little bit better. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. I I don't really have that much. Here's the thing about the New Rangers. I I understand that they didn't want to do intros again, and because they had just sort of done that. But boy, it just means I have very little sense of these characters. So. I don't know. I don't have that much to say about Carlos yet. Anybody got Carlos thoughts? Yeah. No, not really. Not so far. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, that's, that's the thing is uh, something they've... So I maybe it's just a, a result of the Sentai footage, but there's a lot of moments in Mort and shit where, like, Carlos gets the one-liners. That's true. Yeah, because... I was gonna say Minoru in the in the Japanese. Uh, I think that's his name, Minoru. Um, he's like he's kind of a goofster. He's kind of silly. So yeah, like he he kind of like will speak up more of little jokes and stuff. Yeah, than the other characters. 
which sort of inadvertently gives him the characterization of he's kind of a smartass. Um, I will say this. He's not good at delivering one-liners because no one in the show is good at delivering one-liners. Uh, but he is at least good. He is at least better than Tommy. I will take a Carlos one-liner over a Tommy okay. one-liner. Well, yes, that's the the bottom, like the the bar that's buried in the sand. Four four out of five current rangers are better than Tommy. So, you know, who, who not do you think's worse, clear. Justin? Justin is worse. Yeah. You know, <laughs> now, yeah, now here's I mean, the thing. I, I guess that's I true. was going to defend Justin. I spent the first half of the mm. season defending Justin, and then it turned out he was a cop. He's I, fucking shitty, even in this episode. Here, here's what I'll say. I he's fine I, in this episode. I mean, he doesn't do anything crazy bad. I'm know. basically that- with you, Mike, in that I thought Justin was largely fine, mostly because we're grading on a curve because it's Power Rangers. But mm-hmm. uh, in this episode, he has to like do emotions more, and oh god, it's not good. <laughs> Uh, Justin is for sure the weakest part of this episode, um, partially because, spoilers, the rest of the characters are playing robots, uh, the rest that's, of the actors. I mean, so is he. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, okay, fair point, fair point. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I just realized something. Yes? Did, did I miss last, I missed last week, and I forgot I did. I watched Class Through the Megazords. I did Oops. not watch the episode. We oh, man. Incredible. This I'm is for Chip. Class of the Megazords? Uh, forget what I said about Robot Justin. Justin is human. Yeah, oh, Justin's- my God. Me and Michael both watched the wrong one. Fuck yes. This is amazing. Okay, we're going to do this. I was so confused about why you were going Crack hard on Justin. Knuckles. I was like, he barely does Color Ranger episode then, too. <laughs> this is... Uh, me. So, so mm, I'm why pretty am I even sh- here? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure this is the first time either of you has done this, right? Yeah. I, I, I could have sworn I missed, I missed only one week, and the week that I missed was the one with... The fa- the Phantom Ranger falling, but no, apparently I missed two episodes and I didn't remember. Uh, yeah, oh, I have fuck. not seen this episode we're about to hey discuss. Guys. Okay, Zach, mm. just, just checking real quick. When you guys Did someone record robots, an episode like, for the last episode? What are you talking episode? about? <laughs> hey, hey, everyone, real quick. We need to yeah. make a call as a team. I fucked up. Oh, God. We were supposed to watch Clash of the Megazords. Fuck you! <laughs> but- Great. Awesome. But I think I, you. I watched Robot Ranger, and I told <laughs> Simon to watch Robot Ranger. <laughs> okay, here's, oh here's the thing. Here's the thing. Me and Michael I are am, on top of than you are. <laughs> I am. I am game to pause this and let you two go watch the episode. But we no. have to. No, we have to preserve everything we've recorded so far. Yes, of I'm course. Not, I'm not pausing I, listen, this. I'm just Simon. Going Simon, full if, steam ahead. Simon, if we don't, I'll have to host, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh. Okay. I mean, Here's Zach could host on an episode he hasn't seen. That would be funny. That- no, he can't. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to watch the first five minutes of Clash of the Megazords. <laughs> okay. And then we're going to... And then I'm going to host... Oh, <laughs> my God. No, let's, let's, just, let's just watch it real quick. It's an episode of Power Rangers. It won't take long. Okay, fine. I can do that. Uh, I can see. do that. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Zach and Simone. We will be right back.
Right now, you're suffering under an enormous weight. We provide... Leverage. Or at least, we rewatch the TV series of the same name. Each week, join me, I'm Cassidy. And... Hey, I'm Frankie! As we watch an episode of the show where bad guys make the best good guys. Find us on Twitter at Let's Steal Cast, or on iTunes at Let's Steal a Podcast. And remember... H is a geek, baby! Welcome back. I am a dipshit, uh, but the problem has been resolved. We are watching episode 29, Clash of the Megazords, not episode 30, The Robot (laughs) Ranger, uh, which has (laughs) similar enough plot elements that we were discussing it together and none of us realized (laughs) that that we didn't watch the same episode. Yeah, so Uh, Zach pointed out to me, so I I I will get to the gag, but I talked about on our our, uh, Slack, I was like, man, it's really a funny gag that a monster shows up immediately eats shit and then they go with the second one and apparently that just happens again in the next that one that happens next episode also not as fast we'll we'll talk about it but yeah there are two full monsters in the next mm-hmm. episode so whoops uh this is the fourth part of uh the four-parter phantom ranger saga i should have recognized that we hadn't wrapped up any of the plot threads but you know oh, i've been sad We've been doing this for a long time, and I fucked up. It's, it's okay. okay. And also, it's uh, Power Rangers, so <laughs> not wrapping up plot threads is kind of par for the course. So and if I you don't remember, we're still, that, we're still like, not going to learn who the Phantom Ranger is after this. And, and I will so, say, to be fair, it doesn't say like they're all part of the same story. It just that's true, they're not like, marked as different parts but now. they pretty much are. If you don't remember what was happening, I will catch you up, which is that the Phantom oh, Ranger's power ruby... You're welcome, Simon. The, 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 so his, his Phantom, Phantom's ruby. His Yes, his Phantom ruby, uh, <laughs> which I, I just learned is the same name as a thing in the Sonic games, some of the more recent Sonic games, which I forgot, uh, is has been stolen. It's killing uh, the Phantom Ranger, which, again, we discussed last week... That seems like a, a like a species design flaw, an evolutionary yeah. issue. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like if he really is a ghost, and it's like maybe it's keeping him there on like that plane of existence. Oh, it's like his totem. Yeah, sure. yeah. That's something I could really think of for that. And to be clear, uh, it is called the Power Ruby, but they call it the Phantom's Ruby a ton of times in this, and I just kept thinking of Sonic. That's true. They do. They do say Sonic both. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it belongs to the Phantom Ru- Ranger, so. So you know. it's it's on the space base, but they can't locate it space specifically base. to go get it uh, because the space base has these big shields around it. It's got um, camouflage-ish thing. And the scanners uh, cannot locate it. Uh, they're in all the Rangers and Alpha are in the command center trying to figure out how to boost the scanners so that they can get the power ruby back. Um, D, uh, not Divatox. Uh What's that lady's name? Demetria? Demet- yeah. Demet- yes. Yeah. She doesn't matter, so I forget a lot. Uh, Demetria says that uh, we've got to get it back, 
not because Phantom Ranger will die. She doesn't really seem that worried about that, but that uh, Divatox will use it to create the most destructive force the world has ever seen. So that's bad. Citation um, needed. Yeah, yes, well, it's very powerful, apparently. Well, the thing um, you need to understand, uh, Simon, is that this thing is the power source of the Phantom Ranger, and up until this point, he's been just the most OP motherfucker in the world. Yeah, like, yeah. nothing yeah. even, so like, here's, stopped him a little bit. Like, the, but she, the entirety she, of time stops, and he still can do shit. Yeah, he was. Mm. he's immune to parallel dimensions, he's immune to time... He's okay, but the physics. way she uses it is to hack the Megazord and use it yes, to attack yes. the city. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, she doesn't really know what she's doing, and neither does okay. Porto. But it's, <laughs> it's worth bearing in mind that the, the Phantom Ranger, like, he seems to have two weaknesses. Uh, one is mirrors, for some reason, and the other is being tricked by uh, General Havoc, who's willing to go so hard as a motherfucker. He's so confident his plan will work, he'll allow himself to be turned into stone <laughs> under the assumption that the Phantom Ranger will turn him back to normal out of the kindness wow. of his heart, and then he can steal the ruby. He had an extremely elaborate ruse. Do you know who else had the weakness to mirrors and being tricked? Who's that? Mr. Mixius Bitlick. Yeah, that's true. Very good point. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. <laughs> well, see, the headcanon we came up with is that uh, the Phantom Ranger is actually Princess Daisy from the Mario movie. Okay, <laughs> yeah. It's important for us to tie all of our shit together. Didn't expect that one. Uh, <laughs> so they are... the uh, uh, TJ and Cassie... Sorry, not um, headcanon. Explicit theory that the text points us to directly. And, and <laughs> yes, yes, evidence yes. For. I'm sorry, I, I used the wrong term. So, TJ and Cassie... Okay, remember how the Phantom Ranger has magical whole creation powers? Sure. Which we we talked about last episode. Simon's like, Appa- yeah, all right. <laughs> I remember that. Apparently, that wasn't so much that he could just make a magic hole anywhere. It's that he, ha- he possesses a quote-unquote access tunnel, which is... What we said looked like just a sewer. That's the, it's the Disney, you know, the Disney tunnels. That's, yeah, it's under, well, it, under it Disney is, World. He did make a magic hole. It's just, it wasn't like a wormhole where they teleport. Right. He just literally made a hole in the street. He has portable hole powers. Yes, right. and so they are standing above it, and they can't get into it because Phantom Ranger's not there. So they have Alpha... Just teleport them like six feet straight down, which boy, don't fuck that one up, yeah. buddy. <laughs> you just eyeball that. that. That should be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they we get spend down a lot in- of time in sewers this season. <laughs> yes. They get down into the access tunnel. Um, they use the turbo navigator to try and find any information. I don't really know what they're looking for specifically. Uh, well, they're looking for the Phantom Ranger because they know he's dying. Oh, that's and they right wanna... because they don't they don't have him yet. Yeah, so yeah, they they locate the Phantom Ranger spaceship, which is made of cardboard, and that's fine. Uh-huh. Um, and then they find Phantom Ranger, uh, who is lying there motionless. Uh, they are able so to... for all intents and purposes, he's dead. Like pretty much, he's this. He's, I guess, and putting the Phantom Ruby back in him, like, like, brings it back to life, which I think is meant to imply that he's maybe some kind of automaton. Yeah, he he's not mo- moving. It's not like he's weak and moaning. He's just still. So I, yeah, he's yeah, a, like, he is either straight up dead or shut down, or, he's or he's a in robot some kind of stasis. Off, yeah. Like yeah, Master Chief so, uses Cortana. 
is what I'm yep, going to go ex- with because exactly. I'm going to st- say what I said offline, which is the Phantom Ranger looks a little bit, not a ton, like Master Chief. I, I agree. I think he does. So, uh, but we cut Which up really to... just confirms our, uh, our Princess Daisy theory. Yeah, because Cortana is Princess Peach. Of course, first what? thing I think of when I think Halo is the Super Mario Brothers movie and Power Rangers Turbo. So, <laughs> Wait, what? Why sense. is Cortana Princess Peach? Well, well, because literally they have the same voice actress. They do? What? <laughs> yeah, I, Wait, y'all didn't I, know this? I thought I this was like that. common, no, like, I, I super didn't like know nerd that. shit. Like, th- like some asshole at a party is always like, hey, did you know that, that Princess Peach is also Cortana? It's the same nope. actress. Like, uh, wow, okay, no yeah. Idea. <laughs> Your parties sound way better than mine, so. I, yeah, those are good parties. So, so uh,. We cut up to Divatox, who is asking when the uh, the the RPM or sorry the uh, Turbo Megazord is going to be ready. RPM. I um, wish you were watching RPM. <laughs> sorry, yeah, not the RPM Megazord. RPM is so good. It, it's quite good. Uh, they they basically tell her we're going to get it done pretty quick. Um, and she says, "Great, time to do my nails." Um, and then she says, I'm going to combine the power of the po- of the Rangers with the power of the Phantom Ruby uh, and then change the course of history forever by making your their robots more powerful slightly. Uh, we cut down to the command center and they've got uh, the Phantom Ranger on on the all purpose uh examination table i guess you're standing uh, under some kind of coil which is a yeah. scanner of some kind it it makes sense for them to reuse this prop both in canon and out but it is kind of funny that the power rangers just have a designated this uh character is dying table yeah they they've used it a bunch <laughs> you know it, it it could be a stranger alien from space who's going to be a sixth ranger dying it could be rocky turning into a plant if somebody's got some weird shit going on that's incapacitating <laughs> them put them on the slab oh hey simon i meant to ask you since you uh i know it's been a couple of years now since you rewatched mm-hmm. all the all the seasons but yep do you recall if there's ever another sixth ranger that they just straight up don't tell you who it is? Like uh, they never have a reveal? I don't think so. I don't think that ever happens. Yeah, I think it's just this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. Um, but yeah, so he's laying there. Uh, Demetria says that if you don't get the power, it would be back. Not that he'll die, but that he will cease to exist. So maybe that lends some credence to what Emily said about him being a ghost tethered mm. to this earthly plane. Uh, but they got to get the Phantom Ruby back. Cassie makes her hardest acting face. And I'm sorry, but <laughs> boy. Uh, oh, she's so sad. I don't know what emotion i guess sadness she was told to convey but she basically just squints real hard i guess she's like trying and to hold back tears maybe but I, like... I guess i feel bad for making fun of her but yeah it's a lot um they're they're like okay we really got to find the space base and carlos is like again we have been trying that for the last episode uh we're but now working they're saying they it. do know where it is, which is weird because before it right. sounded like they couldn't find it at all. But now he's like, we can, we know where she is, but we can't get through her shields. And right. then, and then TJ is like, I, I like this kind of scene a little bit because TJ is actually doing leadership and like yeah, coming true. up mm-hmm. with plans. And 
Because he has like, a crazy plan. Oh, sure. But I mean, from Power Rangers standards, like, if this came out of Zordon's mouth, we'd just be like, yeah, all right. But because it, it, it is cool that TJ's coming up with it and not Demetria. Yep. It is some solid himbo logic. Because yes. he says, if we can't get to the space base, we'll bring the space base here. I'm pretty sure spaceships are made of metal. Let's get our little science kid to build a big fucking magnet. Have I mentioned that I figured out who uh, TJ reminds me of mostly? I can't remember. Who? I don't know. He's basically no. Fred from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Move it, yeah. He's extremely Fred. Le- okay, let's break it down. Let's break it down. So, <laughs> so Ashley is a fashionista. Mm-hmm. We know that. Uh, Carlos does have some shaggy energy. Like yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He's green um, also. Yeah. Uh, Justin is Velma. I hate to say it. Can- Justin can- is Velma, which means that Cassie is Scooby. <laughs> Yeah, it's Cassie Scooby, yeah. Wait, who's Velma? <laughs> Justin. Uh, Justin. Justin's not Velma. Justin's Scrappy Doo. Yeah, no, just, Justin seems like... Well, here's the thing. Justin tags along with Carlos all the time. He's very Scooby. The thing I was going to say is really Cassie's really just where this falls apart, because she needs to be Velma, and she's not. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. I, I guess she, she's kind of swooning over this... Uh, over the Phantom Ranger, and as we know, any time like a man in his forties is writing for Scooby Doo, he writes some <laughs> self-insert character for Velma to be horny for because God. he's horny for Velma because <laughs> everyone's horny for Velma. <laughs> don't, don't deny it. If you think you're not, you are lying to yourself and to us. Stop. Did you and, see uh, that uh, the writers? Boy, this is a side tangent. The writers for uh, Mystery Inc., the one good Scooby Doo show. Uh, came out and said that they tried to make Velma explicitly gay, but they weren't allowed, which, surprise! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that yeah. happens a lot. It feels like <laughs> every animated series has a character where they added gay subtext, and then, like, after the fact said, yeah, like, yeah, we tried to, y'all, sorry. Well, there's some, there's some new shows that actually just have it, which is good. That's true. Yeah, yeah. We've some, had a little some more Some shit progress. happened on Owl House recently, from what I understand. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is good. Anyway, so, uh, Scooby-Doo, moving on. Uh, we, TJ decides, uh, that his, his really good plan is that if we can't get to the space base, we will pull the space base to us. Now, I don't know that TJ knows about what happens when things crash to yeah, Earth that's, that's from space. Yeah, that's kind of my problem. It's like, well, is it going to impact with the Earth? Like, <laughs> well, here's the thing. We know the space pace isn't that big, grand scheme of things. We've seen the we've seen the submarine pull into it. Like, it's it's a space station. Like, it's a full-on space station. I, I but mean, it's not, like, the size of a meteor or anything. I mean, it don't need to be that big to fuck us up, is the thing, though. And well, it's still pretty big. <laughs> I will say asteroids are, like, moving much faster than, like, space junk that falls to That's Earth. True. Which is basically what it would probably be like. Well, also, they're, it, they're pulling it into the middle of the Angel Grove Desert. And listen... It's it's not gonna do anything nice for the desert, but it's really not gonna do anything nice for the space base. Like, <laughs> props to DJ. If they had pulled this off, if they had straight up pulled the space base down to Earth, Divatox is fucking dead. Yeah, I mean, that no would be way a she survives call. that shit. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, they they say they can't do it right now, but they know that Divatox will have to. Uh, for I don't really understand this. She, basically, he says, well. Divatox can't keep the shields up forever, right? And Alpha just says, yes, that is correct. I, I don't know 
why that logic mm-hmm. holds. Well, because but- for for the reason we see, if she wants to attack Earth in any way, she has to bring the shields down. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. So um, they are going to. Uh, I just want to say head- real quick is that they they morphed before they go out to what you you're about to say, and. Nothing. There's nothing exceptional about this, but I was watching this, and my mom was in the room, and she saw that, and she just like snorted, la- like snorted, laughed from like the ridiculousness of their ranger pose they do and they morph. Oh, it's silly. That's <laughs> what I mean. But she, I, she's like, she's like, sorry, and I'm like, no, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I do love the way, like, we talked about the, the plan, but I love the way TJ presents it. Like, he's uh-huh. like, Alpha, you're gonna let us know when the shields go down. Everybody else, we're going to set up a magnet. Justin, warm up the other car. I'm going to get the red one. Let's go, everybody. T- shift into turbo. Like, he really <laughs> does just yeah. fucking... He, he gives... Like, we've mentioned it before. We've mentioned it from the moment he showed up. But TJ, like, feels the most like a leader of any leader character so, we've so got. So far, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The, uh, so, they... Uh, the bad guys installed the ruby on this big battery pack, basically, yeah. that they attached yep. to the... Uh, um, and, and and most of this is Sentai footage, but they add a little bit of extra footage to show them putting the Phantom Ruby on it. Mm-hmm. But all this happens in the Sentai. Right. And I was going to say, you notice that Rygog's back. And if, yes. you're, if you're remembering what I'm saying, Gynamo had not had been like ostracized from the from the Bozox and been replaced by Rich Rich Hiker, which is what General mm. Havoc is. Oh, okay, gotcha. So he's back now because I guess Richie Riker died. In the Sentai, I watched it and it wasn't clear. He's not there anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but the whole plot line in the Sentai, the, to do a little quick Car Ranger corner, is that Zonette wants to have kimchi cucumber barbecue. And that's it. Okay. They, they went down to Earth to, to, to buy some, ki- to buy some kimchi cucumber barbecue because I assume buy because they've always bought in the yokan they use to like make the people grow and the, the power rangers get in their way and they end up calling down the, the turbo megazord or the RV robo because they have to go to South Korea to get the best barbecue as the barbecue owner tells them to do. <laughs> I mean, fair. And, and now they're like, and then like you have stuff like the red ranger saying like, we won't let you go to South Korea. <laughs> it's, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. Like, I mean, that's we were watching. See, mom was like, "Oh, I'm assuming this is going to be like a really big character." Moment. It's like, no, nah, it's the stupidest plotline ever. Like, <laughs> the, the the main character focus in it is that the Red Ranger, the um, VRV Master, leaves and tells the Red Ranger, "You're on your own. You have to take care of the Power Rangers." But I believe in your awareness as a leader. And then he just fucking like freezes up with pressure. But then, ah, okay. when it comes down to it, he just goes into like berserker rage mode and starts like, like you know when he's like leaving the cockpit later on in this episode, and it's like he's just kind of mm-hmm. being like a smart leader and saying yeah. what he's gonna do. He's just yep. fucking like, I'm gonna go over and get it myself. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really Perfect. good. It's a really good episode. Very That's good. all I'll say. I, I do love that the, mm. the, just the fucking evil plot is just <laughs> we want some fucking kimchi we're gonna go to south korea to get it and just the readers go no fuck you we only have the budget to film here in japan get back you asshole. It's, uh, it's such a non-reason from the fight like they don't need the fight you just would have gone down there bought the kimchi gone home but nah it becomes this huge thing but i guess they get the turbo megazord slash rv robo back from it oh and the reason i, I guess i could say this later when we get to the fight but yeah because yeah uh yeah yeah so 
at this point, um, they load on this big external battery pack to the uh, Turbo Megazord. Stick it um, right on the crotch. They put it right on on the the, the dick and balls, and <laughs> they. I mean, they, we don't uh, know that about the Turbo Zord. That's just... true. I shouldn't. Yes, you're right. That's a good point. I don't know that about the Turbo Zord. I <laughs> would imagine it doesn't really have a reason to have reproductive genitalia of either kind. Um, <laughs> so the uh, uh, yeah, so they do that. Uh, Divatox is still at her like big space laser that she got. <laughs> Um, just kind of watching everything. And, uh, we cut down to TJ in the red flyer flying car. I do not remember the names of the cars and I refuse to. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. You can just say the red one. We don't care. The, right. Um, everybody else is setting up this big magnet that they have and it, this whole sequence is very silly. It just mm-hmm. looks like a generator, like a regular generator that they've got, and they're hooking up. <laughs> it's hooked tubes. up to a calculator that's pasted to the side of a big laser prop that yes. looks like a big sex toy. And <laughs> yes, yep. it does. Okay, did not get that vibe at all. I mean, you know, it could vibe. be. There's sex toys look like a lot of different things. I feel like uh, it's true. I'm a pretty horny person. And I didn't get that from no, it. Listen, <laughs> it looks phallic. I mean, yeah, it, does, it, can't phallic. Just be it looks me. like a big laser right. to me. But yeah. I mean, it does also look like a big laser. It, you know. I mean, I don't know, know, it looks as much as actual... like a sex toy as the Phantom Ranger looks like Master Chief. Well, so are you familiar <laughs> with actual fuck machines? Because I've seen them and they don't look like this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've seen them. I'm not saying it's like that, but yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe, maybe Simone knows about some shit that we don't. Hey, Simone, are you getting into like fuck lasers? Is that a thing? <laughs> I have not yet dabbled. <laughs> so... Uh, but so you have they, been researching it because you're curious. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I am a man of knowledge. I like to know about all things, but you know, I'm not. <laughs> the fuck laser is my favorite uh, Austin Powers slash fiction. Oh yeah, so they, Austin Powers. They attach, oh god, they attach these tubes from the cars to the fuck laser. Kills James Bond. Uh, to try and charge it up. I don't know what. I guess they're ju- gonna like try and jump it basically because it doesn't have enough power. Well, they need a power source, and they have these two magical supercars. So yeah, that, which is you know a good good way to do it. it it's yep. the most useful that they've the magic supercars have been. So there's that at least. Um, they start charging them up. Uh, we cut up to the uh, the space base, and they're like, okay, the the range the Zord is ready to go. Um, launch the Megazord. And then Porto's like, okay, lower the shields, and there, there we go. So uh, the Rangers uh, get a note. Uh, we get we get a dramatic Alpha. beat that's like, okay, we're ready to do a few tests first. We're gonna make right. sure we're thorough with this. And Alpha calls uh-huh. like, hey, the shields just went down. There's no time. They're like, <laughs> fuck it. Well, okay, let's just see how it goes. TJ yeah. flips it up, and it works. Yeah, he flips the the big. Oh, I almost that- forgot. Uh, Zach, Simone, you both probably missed it. There's a couple of instances where Carlos calls TJ Teej. Yes, for Teej. Sure. I've yes. seen that. And I hate it. Well, here's my main problem. TJ is a nickname, it's, yep. and it's two syllables. It's you can't, you shouldn't nickname a nickname. Okay, you can't get you greedy have, with your abbreviations or 
you know, you get in Bizcast Fry territory there. Unless he's at the unless very, he's, I mean, people can have multiple nicknames. If so. you are dead set on calling the guy by one syllable, just call him T. Don't call him Tej. Tej. It sounds weird. You know, uh, <laughs> in Goof Troop. Uh, yeah, Max called PJ Peach all the time. Yeah. Yes, I Peach. remember. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a nice thing. Weird then too. Yeah, <laughs> the only other really instance of that I could think of. So he's was this just a '90s thing. Was just it could be like, the '90s was flooded with little boys with the middle name that started with J. Yeah, and just uh, decided to go like I, PJ. There was TJ. an entire two examples of that on TV, and they both went for it. I, I, I just I mean, felt I, like that happened a lot. You yeah. know, I. I I, mean, I knew a couple like, like B- BJ's and TJ's and middle school. It was, uh, it was MJ all the, for uh, Michael Jordan all the time. I'm willing to be open-minded. And ne- next time you make a peanut Siege. butter and jelly sandwich, just try mouthing for yourself, calling it a PBJ. See how <laughs> that feels. <laughs> if, if you like it. Uh, so he turns this switch on. Uh, <laughs> just battlegrounds. <laughs> from ma- magnet activation off beach. to magnet ag- activation on um, and uh, the magnet laser thing glows and shoots into space and there is a pretty good shot of uh, everybody in the space station uh, freaking the hell out yeah, and do the Star Trek side, acting. so you know yes. it's, it's going... Because yeah. the camera goes on a different uh, angle. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like Divatox's acting here. She does a good job. Yeah. And her necklace is being pulled forward because it's being attracted. Yeah, they do that with like all the metal bits. Like yep. They have loose tools being pulled forward. Bolts sliding out of the uh, thing. Smacking Elgar in his butt. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of great physical comedy in this scene. <laughs> the best bit of physical comedy... Is that yep. Divatox yells to Porto like, "Hey, send a monster to shut off that beam," and he's just like, "I have the perfect one." This is uh, <laughs> this is fucking what, what is his name? It's like the metal Metal-ta- mangler. The metal mangler. And it's like, in for, in four seconds, you really hope that he means oh, because he mangles metal, right? Not because yeah, he's that's made what of I metal, assume, right? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I assume like oh, it's gonna it, it's immune to metal shit, but no. This fucking suit of armor walks out. It's like I'm ready to do your bidding, my queen. Whoa! And it just it eats <laughs> shit it's like it's out into the vacuum of space, never to be heard from and again. Yeah, it gets pulled into the space. He also breaks her laser as he does it because he holds yes. on to it. And then, yeah, that's like, right. Mm-hmm. It breaks her her laser that she could shoot down to Earth, so she doesn't have it anymore. Yep, it's so good because this seems to be a, a bespoke suit. Like, unless this monster comes back somewhere in Power Rangers, they burned a Sentai monster suit. Yep. On a 10-second <laughs> gag, and my god, I respect them for it. Yep. <laughs> it's very good. And then Porto is like, okay, so maybe not a metal monster, yep, my yep. bad. We've all learned uh, from this mistake, let's not do uh, it again. Bad uh, call, usually I get it in one, having kind of an off day, sorry. I, I kind of hope that we saw the metal monster just like slam into the earth or something. Like in the background of a shot while they're fighting. I would love for us to get to like the final episode of Power Rangers Turbo, and after the like space rangers are launching on that shuttle, we pan to the right, and we just see Metal Mangler land. <laughs> no, we just see him in orbit, still just spinning around the planet, and then at the end of In Space, when Zordon 
spoiler dies and defeats all evil in the galaxy we just see <laughs> a shot of him still in orbit being disintegrated and he's like oh sweet release <laughs> finally um so they they say okay well how about this guy his name is crosspatch uh, I don't know what the hell this design is supposed um, to be. Like, I mean, he looks he, like he's made of buckets. What, does, what is this guy's deal? Yeah. Well, I mean, like he's he's the kimchi cucumber barbecue oh, master of, course. of the Bozak. Right. Okay, it, so he has like a powdered wig, but I guess it's made out of like. Uh, no, I think mean, I mean, that's supposed to be like kimchi. Like those. Well, are I was gonna say it's it's like, it it is designed like a powder wig wig, but it's made out of like kimchi or something. So and I guess that maybe they're in buckets and stuff because he kind of looks like he's made of buckets. Yes, he also looks like he's made of buckets. I, I don't it's know too much about call. it, but yeah. Uh, but what he, is his name in Power Rangers again? Crosspatch. I, I, I do love that. Like that's a thing in in Car Ranger where it's like. He, this, this guy is the expert of that one very specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's very good. Um, so he, uh, he goes down with some, uh, uh, what, what are those guys called? You know, the Pronotrons. fishmen. Pronotrons. Thank you. It's not a, it's not an on day for me. Uh, <laughs> he goes down with the Pronotrons and. This monster is named Crosspatch, by the way. Yes, Crosspatch. Uh, there is a, a fight. It's a pretty decent fight. Um, it, this specific setup has been happening a lot lately, uh, which is not necessarily a criticism, but where, like, there's a big melee and one of the henchmen goes to activate or deactivate a thing and they try and stop him. I feel like that's happened like three or four times in the past couple episodes. Um, I can only think but, of the time freezing thing, but yeah. The time freezing one was for sure the, the one I was thinking of mostly. But there is a very funny shot where the uh, one of the um, Pronotrons is able to turn it off. We cut mm-hmm. up to uh, uh, Divatox going like, oh, thank God, finally, it's all, so, all, all better. Uh, please launch the Mega. And then it it like clearly turns back on and mm-hmm. she gets thrown back around yep. again immediately. And, uh, we cut back down to Cassie uh, shoving this Pronotron down and turning mm-hmm. it back on, which is very funny. Uh, I like that bit. Um, so they continue to fight for a little bit longer, uh, and eventually uh, they are able to get the... Um, uh, uh, oh, no, sorry. cross. Uh, cr- that's right. Sorry, how did I forget this? Crosspatch decides that the best way to fix this problem is yep. to just slam his whole head Dude, into it. Headbutt it. Headbutt the circuit board inside the control box of the thing. Yeah, he's got yes. a big rock in the top of his head. I don't know how kimchi works. I assume that <laughs> has something to do with it. Maybe it has to do with pickling it. Like they're putting it's it in a fermented, and, which yeah, means fermented, they probably... Yeah. And it's been, it's like traditional, which means it's probably been uh, made for a very long time. So yeah, maybe they just put it in a bucket with a thing on top. I don't know. Uh, tell me how to make kimchi. If there are any kimchi experts listening, yeah. let us know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he if smashes. The, if you're the designated kimchi expert of the Bozok, please write in. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he smashes this thing with his head. Uh, and, and really great physical comedy when we go back to the space base because Diva Talks is like she stops, she gets up, she you know adjusts her 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 mask, fixes her hair, straightens out her dress, like really just restores her posture. Just like <clears throat> yes, you know, brushes herself off. You know, okay, yes, yes, dignified, good, good, good. 
Launch the Mega Sword! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very good. Screams. I, I it's like so it very good. Much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they launch the Mega Sword. Um, the uh, they're like, okay, well, uh, we cut down to the Rangers who say they can fix it, but Alpha calls them and says, nope, don't worry about it. Uh, mm-hmm. b- big thing coming towards uh, Angel Grove. Please take care of that first. I love that they um, detect that it's a big thing, but they don't detect that it's, you know, their robot. The thing they would think, super yeah. recognize. Well, what think- I also like is that the Power Rangers' plan was to attract the Ruby to Earth, and then, like, to defeat them, Divatox sends the Ruby to Earth. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, there is a shot of Rygog looking at a monitor of the Megazord flying to Earth, and it's just the toy, which I just always like when they use the toy as the actual thing. Um, And uh, he's like, boy, I can't wait for them to watch uh, their own Megazord destroy them. Uh, Megazord lands on Earth. The Rangers freak out. They notice that it has a fanny pack. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, we also get a uh, a shot of a cockpit shot of uh, Crosspatch and a yep. bunch of the Wumper guys uh, piloting it. Mm-hmm. Which uh, it's wild that we've been doing Power Rangers long enough that this is not the first time we've seen monsters <laughs> piloting a Megazord. Yeah, uh, I remember but, Gold Arnasword. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, I liked his Zord. Cyclopsis? Cyclops? Cyclopsis? Yeah, something. Something like that. Cyclopsis, I think you're right. Yeah, so these guys, uh, they immediately start fucking up the Rangers. Um, Yeah, this this monster has a really weird fucking face, by the way. Yeah. Just pointing that out. We don't really get a good look at it until right here, but it's him and some colored lumpers. Uh, just fucking like they they match the the seats they're in for the ranger, like yes. the pink one and the pink seat and so on. Yep. Yeah, uh, he does have a weird face. I, I don't really, yeah, I still don't really. Yeah, know what he looks going like kind for. of an angry, I guess, barbecue chef is what he's supposed to be. And yeah, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the um uh the ranger or or sorry, uh, Alpha says. Uh, hey, you know, I've, I'm gonna work on what the battery pack is and, and what to do. And they're like, okay, great. Well, let's go ahead and call the rescue Megazord. We get the rescue Megazord sequence. It's still neat. I like, uh, um, good. Yeah, I, I wasn't here when we, when we revealed these doors. I don't think I talked about it on mic, but I, I, I like the, that is, I like this, the individual Zords and I like that they be, can become humanoid and they chance, there's a really good fight scene last episode where they kept like transforming back and forth during the yeah. fight, and it was really cool. The Megazord itself looks fine, but it's like way lamer it, than the original. It, it has Turbo the Megazord. same kind of problem as the second Zeo Megazord, which is it just blocks that like turn yes. into well, parts for, for that me, are it's blocks. Just, it's just that it's its finishing move is just two giant guns as opposed to like the sick finishing move that Turbo Megazord had. And spin yeah. the sword like, that looks kind of silly. It spins yeah. with yeah. the sword and everything. Like it's so and now well we'll see. It gets to use it this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. They 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 uh pull out their swords and make the Megazord. Um and uh yeah it's it's very I mean it's fine. I don't hate it. It's just, yeah, I like the other one more. Um, 
So th- then we get a Megazord on a Megazord fight, which we have seen before, but it's been a while and it's still mm-hmm. pretty fun. So it's not that bad. It's always cool like to this. see. Yeah. Before it really gets it. rolling, though, Alpha 6 uh, calls in and is like, hey, so good news, figured mm-hmm. out what the battery is. Mm-hmm. Bad news, the Phantom Ruby's in there, so if you go too hard in this fight, you'll kill the Phantom Ranger. Right. Yes. Anyway, good luck. Because it's, it's, it's apparently super easy to destroy. The, I, I alluded to this earlier. The reason they, did, they don't hit it in the Sentai is because it's got bombs in it, too. They don't want to destroy RV Robo or mm-hmm. the Turbo Megazord. Yeah. So it's I mean, that would be bad. Same, but yeah. Uh, so the the yeah, they're shooting the. Uh, they do shoot a missile at it, and then Alpha's like, "No, no, don't do that! You you'll blow it up." Uh, and we then get a. Um, uh, right. Okay. So after it gets hit, the Megazord stops moving. The Turbo mm-hmm. Megazord and Cross Cross Patch has to talk to Divatox, who's like, "What are you doing?" and He's like, uh, I'm, I have to recharge the batteries. <laughs> They're already out, I guess. Sorry, uh, I left the Bluetooth on there. It really drained it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was search- It was trying to pair, and it just kept trying to yeah. reach out, and it really GPS drained GPS was on, Bluetooth, the whole thing. <laughs> Sorry. I, was, I also used up all your data. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... and But because they don't... They don't know exactly where it is or what to do yet or where the ruby is yet or what to do. Uh, there's just this very strange thing, which Emily, was this a st- like some kind of cool samurai standoff in Car Ranger? No, it was just, it just they, they didn't know what to do because they couldn't attack the Megazord without okay. destroying it. And That's basically what it is here. Yeah. They both just mm. stand there and stare at each other for a while, which is very, very weird. There's no there's no charging of batteries, but it's pretty much the same, yeah. Yeah. But uh, like, you know, Western kids don't know about Akira Kurosawa, so they need an excuse for why they're just staring at each other in the sunset. <laughs> He, he does make a joke where he's like, we've been sitting here for hours. Let's do something. <laughs> <laughs> they know about Kurosawa now because of uh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah, with, it's when you have the black and white and the samurai. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all it means. Um, <laughs> so in any case, uh, they're like, okay, uh, Alpha calls and says the ruby is in a compartment on top of the battery pack. Okay, great. So they they basically continue to fight for a little bit, mostly trying to dodge the attacks of the, uh, 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 the turbo Megazord. Um, it eventually, you know, pulls the sword out and they're just trying to defend themselves. Uh, but it's really getting some good hits in, uh, it sort of gets them on the ropes, uh, pretty well. And then TJ's like, okay, well, um, I'm just gonna fucking jump out there and do this. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like he's, he's he's showing off his leadership here. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm gonna go do something about this, and it's cool. Like he does also have a weird line, which is that they're like, "No, don't! It's too dangerous." And he's like, "Listen, I know you all feel the same about the Phantom Ranger as I do." That's and I was weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Excuse they, had me? Him, what? they had to make him say something there. They had the footage. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bit where they show the battery pack, like, fucking exploding. 
but there's like a, a wibble wobble filter around the edges of it. So I'm pretty sure in the Sentai, it's them like imagining what will happen if they fuck up and shoot the bombs. Yeah, it but is. in Power Rangers, like it doesn't explain. It's it just at all. the Rangers shoot the monster. Yeah, and I guess yeah. it just. And then Alpha goes, no, no, wait, wait, hold up, that's yeah. the ruby, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, they uh, they're like, okay, well, let's try and distract him while TJ goes over there. Uh, and that mostly consists of getting completely wailed on with the sword. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, they even do the finishing. Like I said earlier, yes. like he does the finishing move against them with the spinning, and we get to see the cockpit spinning around with the with the bad guys in it. It's so yes, good. It's very <laughs> funny. It's wonderful. It's I, I, a delight. Yeah. It's very funny. They also see, so this is this is part of what, what the lead up was to. Uh, this, this is why I was so fucking confused when you started by saying you hated this episode, Zach. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, <laughs> I guess that retroactively works as a teaser for next episode. You'll have to to f- come back t- to hear what I hated about that episode so I'm much. Excited. Uh, watch me, like, something happen, and I can't be on that one next week. Anyway, uh, so they get hit with the finishing move, go into a, a building, um, and... Uh, you know, normally when the the good guys get knocked into a building, they either sort of bounce off it or it just collapses, and mm-hmm. it's like pretty clear it's not that bad. This whole building explodes, yep. so I hope there was no people in there. Of course um, not. It's the abandoned warehouse district. Yeah, of course. But, like, except it's kind of looks like a large apartment tower, but you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's the a warehouse sectioned into small small rooms for some reason. <laughs> Uh, so TJ, uh, here's a thing I don't understand. TJ left and I get that, yeah. but he, then we have to go see get his him, car like way out of town and drive all right. the way back. He's, we see him in it's the a red, super cool magic car, whatever in the red car <laughs> heading towards town. And it does mean we get a very cool perspective shot that we don't see very often of like the Zords in the city from street level, which is neat, but it doesn't make a mm-hmm. lot of sense. <laughs> it's not very clear how the car helps him. It can fly, but he's deciding to drive, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. just wanted to drive. Okay, yeah, because he needed to fly the car to get up on top of the batteries. Right, Actually, so now what happens yeah. is he, he flies the car up, uh, and w- while... Uh, while fucking Crosspatch uh, knocks them over and says the Rangers have fallen and they can't get up, and I was like, really, it's really, a very okay. tiny reference. <laughs> yeah. I, how how old was that commercial by '97? Even would the kids help even I've, know that? Help! I've fallen and I can't get up. Yep. Yeah, I mean, old. I knew yeah. about it, but I mean, that, yeah, that kept being their slogan like well into I think to today. Yeah, actually. but I'm, yeah, yeah, I've, I've still seen ads about that. Okay, it's very funny. So like. Uh, <laughs> But it is, I mean, it's still a bad joke. Uh, (laughs) He flies the car over the Megazord and jumps out of it on top of the the Megazord. And I got to say, an an ambitious thing to try to depict, knowing what their budget is and what they have to work with. I love how it it looks. It looks bad, but it looks good, too. It it works better than you would think, but it is pretty wonky. I love it. The the scale doesn't line up is the thing. The the green screen is fine, but the scale just... And and this happened when Tommy was standing on top of the Dragon's Ord, too. It's Mm -hmm. just... With the robot next to the buildings, 
a person oh, yeah. standing on the robot should be a lot smaller. Yeah, none yeah, of it, it means, makes any sense. It means that TJ is like 20 feet tall, probably, basically, mm-hmm. based oh, on... Yeah, at least 10. Uh, I mean, I'm not worried about it. It looks cool. I like it. Uh, so he jumps onto it, um, and uh, he he is looking around for the... He, he, well, he goes Tommy Green Ranger on their ass, because he goes yeah, into the cockpit Yeah, he just, just breaks into asses. the cockpit and starts punching. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he just starts so whipping good. people up. And again, yeah. like, in, in the Sentai, he's just, like, raging this whole time, and it's so huh? good. <laughs> is he just screaming? The, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much going, like... Yeah, this whole, like, infiltrating the Megazord, fighting the monster, chasing him down the stairs, going out the door, fighting him on the... On the fucking battery pack here, like this whole sequence fucking rules. They saw yeah, the it's... snake, liquid snake, fight on top of the giant robot. It oh, absolutely. So <laughs> this, this looks like such high production value for Power Rangers. It makes you think this is this this came from a season finale or something. But like nah, it's, it's just about it's yeah. just about kimchi. It's just yeah. about kimchi. That's where they do their budget. Yeah, <laughs> I respect that. Complaints about scale aside, like you see, they're fighting on what is clearly like a reproduction of uh-huh. what the front of the Megazord looks like. And then they zoom out and you see them to scale. The, like uh, the, the effect is fairly convincing. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like, yeah, it's, like I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's very clearly just fucking nineties Toku effects. Like, right. It's, it doesn't look realistic, but it is effective. The verisimilitude is preserved. Yeah, like, yeah. it's really yeah. good. It's something they don't do very often. Like, nope. I, I, yeah, it's cool looking. Usually when people get in and out of the Megazord, they either teleport straight in so you don't have to show them, or they get, like, knocked out and we just see them, like, flying out of nowhere, basically. Like, you just I, see I that. feel like it's something we might have gotten robbed of by this show avoiding using Sentai footage so much in the early half. Because, like, ever since they started using more Sentai footage, we've gotten shit like the Wumpers climbing up the Turbo Zord. Yeah. Or, or like, when we got the, when we got the new Megazord, we got the shot of all the Rangers in the cockpit while the, yeah. while the robot was standing in front of the buildings. We've gotten lots of, like, Car Rangers doing some really cool shit with the fact that these people are fighting, or, or piloting giant robots and they're yeah, using that. It's, inter- it's something that, like, I feel like the, one of the things that doesn't get done very well in Power Rangers most of the time is, uh, and even honestly in adaptations like video games and, and, and board games and stuff, like the, the Megazord and the got the like on the ground stuff is often treated as like two very separate portions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They may as well be on different planets. They don't intersect at all. Right. And like one of the things that, that I like the most about the comics is they try to do stuff with that. Like they'll have, you know, in, in one of the very early comics, uh, the boom ones I'm talking about, uh, like Kimberly has the pterodactyl detached to go from the Megazord to like go save some people on the ground while they're fighting, stuff like that. And this kind of, is nice because it's like, oh yeah, they're in big robots, which it sounds obvious, but like you do sort of forget that sometimes when they have it as separate as they do. Um, so he, uh, so TJ is fighting Crosspatch. Uh, he gets sort of uh, put over the edge of the uh, of the chest piece, and he drops his sword off mm-hmm. the the robot, which is a problem for him. Yeah, um, the monster knocks the sword away, which is great. 
We see a close up looking down at the feet of the Megasword and everything. Yeah. Yeah, again, with these really cool perspective shots. Uh, mm-hmm. Just this shot of the ground from uh, on top of the battery pack. And then we get this shot of the Rangers being like, oh no, TJ, you can do it. And then my single favorite fighting move that uh-huh. I've cool. ever seen a Ranger do yeah. is that TJ <laughs> is blocking the sword with his left arm. And with his right arm, he grabs his gun. He doesn't unholster it. He yeah. just turns the Shoots holster. Shoots it from the holster. Yeah, and yeah. just shoots the monster in the chest to give himself the advantage and fucking, fucking knocks the monster cold and freeze off. It's up. really cool. Yes, it's it's very cool. It, it It's some, like, Wild West kind of shit, and I love yeah. it. It's great. Uh, yeah, he fucking spin kicks the monster once it's staggered. It's, it rules. It owns. It's, it's <laughs> it, very cool. Does it, does it, hang on, Mike. Does it pwn? <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're in serious right. business it now. It slaps, it whips, it fucks. How many more verbs do you need from me? Like, this is really good. Does it the llama's ass? Absolutely. Okay. Llama's wow. ass has been whipped into a fine paste. Uh, so he. Uh, oh, God. He, he kicks him off. The. the I will say that the. Uh, the gravity of the the monster falling off the robot is somewhat stolen by the fact that for some reason this like what must be a twenty story fall takes like a quarter of a second. He falls oh, this very footage, fast. This footage is sped up. Is it uh, Emily? It's, is it that fast like in the Sentai? Yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, it's it's super sped up footage. Like it's clearly yeah. <laughs> yeah. He and also he's he like he falls off this very tall robot and he uh-huh. i mean it doesn't look like it felt good but he seems to be mostly fine um i mean it's a cartoon well, I mean, whatever a, yeah. lot, a, lot, a lot more is gonna happen to him and he still gets up so <laughs> yeah. uh yeah so grabs how, the go ahead uh, i was gonna ask how does the battery pack come off again uh, TJ pulls out his gun and shoots it off. Like he shoots well, first, he's standing right. on top of it, shoots it out from under him, and it well, falls off. I assume off. he's going to the blue part of the yeah. No, I mean, you, you see a wider shot of the battery pack falling. I don't even see a platform where he could stand from to shoot. No, yeah. I don't worry about it. <laughs> he yeah, does get off it, but, but also before that, he grabbed the Phantom Ruby out of the battery pack. Um, and then he shoots it, and the whole thing falls on... And explodes on uh, Crosspatch, which is very good. I like that a lot. Um, they have saved the Turbo Megazord, which is cool. Rarely mm-hmm. do they have two in their possessions two Megazords at the same time. I'm sure they'll for sure use that and do things I with mean, it. They, in- they had that in the CO. last two seasons before. Yeah. Did they? Oh, yeah, right. yeah. They, would, they actually have them combined. Yeah, they didn't right? lose the ninja yeah. before they got the Shogun, or, and they had two sets of Zords in Zeo as well. Yes, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Fair point. Yeah, so Divatox fires the missiles. She fires the missiles. And um, this dude grows. And we get... Honestly, this fight's pretty short now that we're... That right, which was, is fine, because the, yes. the last fight was the real fight. But, right. Yeah. That, that's the thing, is that they are beholden to the formula, but, like, that was the cool part. So... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that happens. They make him big, and then they... Pretty much just, I mean, it. They get yeah, they get like, Artillatron to give them the big fucking guns. It yeah, it mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Oh, also, uh, the because I just think that Simon might find this funny. The uh, uh, Phantom Rangers Zord uh, is the big like carrier thing, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it only appears like three times and is never given a name. It right. is only called Artillatron because that's what they put on the toy for it. So that's <laughs> nice. what its name is. <laughs> I, like yeah, that. I think it's I think it's called the Vic Trailer in Sentai. Yeah, because it's VRV Master Zord yeah. and uh, yeah. So they shoot big guns. It dies. Uh, cross Do we call it dies. Gun Boy. Gun I mean, boy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Gun boy. Tackle boys. Uh, yep. <laughs> descendant. Big bro. I forget um, when exactly it happens. I don't remember if it's before or after all the guns. Uh, but there's a bit where TJ, like, congratulates the other Rangers on good job playing like you were defeated and helpless, so I had a good distraction. Right. And Carlos yes. is like, oh, yeah, yeah, we were, we were just playing possum. Like, yeah. that was, we weren't, we weren't getting our asses totally fucking demolished. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they head back to the command center and Cassie puts the, uh, Ruby in the Phantom Ranger's chest. Uh, and it sort of seems like nothing's going to happen. And then he is, it powers on and he's okay. Hooray. Everybody's Um, favorite character, the Phantom Ranger. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing that happens is because again, in the Sentai, it's just like a red light on the front of his thing. It's they they made it important in Power mm-hmm. Rangers. They made two. There's like the yeah, prop. There's I the just prop that, that they have to use to put it in because it's like a separate. Uh, it's got a hole. But mm-hmm. then when they cut away and cut back and it's lit up, it's like a totally different shape. It's very mm-hmm. funny. Uh, in fa- in fact, down to I just noticed. The one with the hole has lights, uh, yellow and green lights on the side. The the quote unquote fixed one is just painted on decals. <laughs> it's like a cheaper prop, which is very funny. Nice. Uh, so he gets- Phantom Ranger gets up, and it really looks like he's gonna bunk his head on the hairdryer part of the thing. And I'm yes. kind of sad yeah. that they kind of cut around it. Kinda, yes. Yeah, I kind of wish he had. That would have been a fun gag. <laughs> really, really uh, would have uh, let some air out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets back up. He thanks Cassie, and uh, she's like, "No, thank you for for being well, hot." I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. for get- letting me see that D. Which I, you're, you're you're gonna do right? Please. <laughs> uh, again. Please blow my back out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to kink shame Cassie or anything, but. Are we to believe that what she is attracted to is like his robot body? Like, yeah, is that not. what's going on? Yeah. Cassie is into Master's cheese. And again, not shaming her. It's just like, okay, I guess that's where we're going. Because as far as I know, that's just what he looks like. <laughs> so uh, then we're given just... no indication otherwise. Right? It's 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 a, it's a clever reference to to how Zonette's attracted to the Red Racer. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Maybe. But he gives this speech about how, like, thank you, Power Rangers. You did a good job. I can see that Earth is in good hands with your protectors. I literally have to go to my home planet now. Bye. He turns yes, invisible yes. and he's gone. <laughs> yeah. And that is that is the last we're going to see of him until in space. Nice. That is a wrap on the Phantom Ranger, y'all. Uh, I'll miss uh, you, guy. Yeah. Yeah, who doesn't have a name, and literally we just started calling Phantom Ranger. We don't mm-hmm. know if that's what you call yourself or anything. Like, my, name's, my name's Jim. <laughs> yeah, hello, I am Jim. Jim the mm. Spaceman. 
Jim um, the Office. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally the character Jim from the Office <laughs> in a space armor for some reason. I mean, and that's and he walks. He you know what? Just go ahead, Simon. You. I don't know if you were trying to come up with a worse answer than my Princess Daisy one, but <laughs> by you God, go. you nailed it. I actually like that more, to be completely honest <laughs> with you. It's just Jim Halpert. Uh, but yeah, so th- he literally just walks towards the back of the command center and turns on his invisibility and he's gone out of the show. And with no fucking explanation. Like, it's so strange. And then again, as we mentioned, Blue Centurion starts showing up again after this because i guess they only had like a budget for one extra hero at the same time i don't know it's very strange um in um, in the in the in the bloopers with the cast he says so if we need you again it adds in adr of the phantom ranger saying hey uh you got my pager number babe <laughs> that's pretty good i like that um i also like the blooper of uh cassie trying to bring the power cables from the car to the the charge up thing that they're the device and she gets stuck like i do every time i try to fucking get the (laughs) gas pump to the car uh and uh they all kind of make fun of her and in fact uh the red ranger claps like sarcastically which is very funny uh but yeah i dig that it's a good blooper and uh that's it it's that's the like wrap up of this episode and or this little arc, I guess. And like Shockingly, in spite of the fuck up, we made it through this episode pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah we, we we made it through pretty quick. It's a it's in fairness, okay. it's a lot of action. It is a very yes. action heavy episode. Yeah. But it's a pretty okay episode. Um, you know, the it's always fun when it's, they e- do... it's even better when you're not watching it under a time crunch, I can tell you that. Yeah, and I bet it's also good when when I mean, you Yeah, Zach, do... you changed you're changing your tune because you said you hated it at the beginning. Yeah, I did. What's I changed? hate it. It's weird. I, I you know on <laughs> rewatch I liked it a lot better the second time. <laughs> yeah. Uh You gotta yeah. watch every Power Rangers episode twice. You really get the subtext. It's all about the second viewing. <laughs> oh man. But, Can't believe they set up whatever beast morphers this early yeah exactly you just did you have to watch it a second time to notice pick up um, all the hints but yeah it's it's okay like this four-parter i think is pretty boring and we talked about it already but largely it's because the stakes are the phantom ranger who we who if we were watching as the show came out we wouldn't know who it was and us knowing what we know we know we'll never know who he is mm-hmm. so like the stakes feel pretty low. That's a, at um, some point, like Heim Saban went, you know, we always make big ratings when we have a Six Ranger mystery. We we just like, we don't really need to pay it off. We just need to hook the kids in and right, then yeah. fuck him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a bummer. Um, but I think that the finale here is cool. The, the Megazord on Megazord fight is fun. Uh, the outside the Megazord fight is really cool. So I enjoyed it. It wasn't not not too bad. Um, so that's uh, pro- going to do it for us. I mean, we do not have questions this week. Um, if you have a question, though, you can send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or Teens with Tude at gmail.com uh, is our email address. Uh, with that, Mike, is there anything you'd like to uh, uh, plug? Yeah, sure. 
you can find me on Twitter at MikeLovesRabbit, and you can hear me here on uh, Audio Entropy on Eidolon Playtest, an actual play podcast uh, where we, as the name implies, playtest a uh, game system called Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, made by our friends Luke and Molly, and it is an extremely good podcast. Like, listen, like... The folks in this call, at least, will know. I'm usually pretty critical of the stuff I make. I'm not very confident in my shit when it comes right down to it. I'm really genuinely proud of where Eidolon Pop is at right now. It's yeah. really good. It's very good. Uh, you, you, should you should listen to it, and you should go to the Patreon and give Luke and Molly some fucking money. Yeah, do it. Do it. Fucking do it. Do it. Uh, Emily, what would you like? Is there anything you'd like to plug this week? Um... I guess you can check out my Twitter, which I haven't been tweeting on at This Is Emeralds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it. I'll you tweet have there a eventually. Of good again. tweets. Uh, <laughs> Simon, is there anything you'd like to play? Uh, still, my Twitter is still the real Simban. I post whatever bullshit. Uh, I'm kind of between games right now. If you're look <laughs> tuning in for the update of which video game Simon is playing right now, but I'm actually gonna soon start playing Death Stranding. So, oh nice, look forward oh, to boy. that. Yep. You, wow, what? you got through decades of backlog so quick. I was gonna say, didn't no, you just? You, <laughs> sorry, what? You just played like Breath of Fire two. What yeah, a I did. wild I, jump! I kind of put it aside because I took a week off camping, and I like I don't want to go back to Breath of Fire two. Those. Super Nintendo era RPGs. If you stop playing them for a while, you might as well start over. Yeah, like, exactly. You have no fucking idea what there's you're doing. very little in it that like will help you figure out where to go next. Too. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, I, I could use the internet, but like I, I just don't feel much motivation to go back to it at this point. So yeah. I'm just moving well, on. Because like when when they made them, they expected you to be ten years old and beat it over the course right. of like school break. Yeah, and it's not even like the best one of those either. So whatever. I myself just beat a remake of a Super Nintendo RPG, and that one mm -hmm. of the best features of it was it would tell you exactly where you need to go on the map. <laughs> and yeah. the original was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy games that will that have like a built-in like story summary. The, the, the that Tales you can go read. games the are really games good do. for that. I, I the, picked up like a fucking eight-year-old Tales of Symphonia save, like, two years ago, and I just, like, well, where, like, I was at the start of Death Ayala, I was like, okay, uh, open the menu, just read everything, okay, good, I'm caught up, let's do this. There you go. So that was yeah, fun. and, like, the, the greatest JRPG ever made, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, will have <laughs> oh just a character God. give a synopsis right, of where they're at down. and what they're doing <laughs> before you start playing. Shut you it know, down. They'll be all like, hi, I'm Miles Prower, but everyone calls me Tails, here's what's happening. <laughs> it's solid design uh i'm zach you can uh you know that i didn't need to tell you my name uh you can find me at chinchy mcchilla on twitter and you should go to audioentropy.com and check out all of our other cool podcasts uh and do that and then come back next week and we're gonna talk about the episode i thought we were gonna talk about uh and i'll tell you about my traumatic childhood nightmares that I, <laughs> it relates I, to. I can't wait to hear about it. I forgot it. that that was a through line that you were gonna go... <laughs> I'll tell you all, Mike. You better, better actually first, be on when, next week, I when, swear to God. Yeah, you better, because I want to hear it, because, like... I'll, I'll tell you in a second, but let's... I'm, let's I'm, yeah. Well, that's just for me, but for the listener, too. Oh, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I'll tell them. Don't worry about it. Exactly. When you first oh, said you had like some horror thing, I'm like, what part of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> That's was it the mm. magnets? That, Zach yeah. is really afraid of tennis, is the thing. So yeah, I'm terrified <laughs> of tennis and magnets. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> tune in next week. 
Uh, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Emily. And I've been Simo. And may the power protect you always. How do they fucking work? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, if you're looking at this part of the recording, every single time we say Phantom Ruby, put the Phantom Ruby sound effect from Sonic in it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and Sonic Forces. That's what connects those two games. It's called the Phantom Ruby, yeah. That's what also, it I, I wasn't recording when I said that, but like it's the, it's the Sonic Mania one, Eric. Well, they both have the same sound effect, but yes. Because it's in Sonic Forces as well, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Power is infinite, the, the cool bad guy in that one.